Chapter 4, Part 1 of The Wonderful Adventures of Nils by Selma Lagerlof, translated by Velma Swanston Howard. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Gerald Moe, Tucker, Georgia. Glimmingee Castle, Black Rats and Grey Rats In southeastern Skane, not far from the sea, there is an old castle called Glimmingee. It is a big and substantial stone house, and can be seen over the plain for miles around. It is not more than four stories high, but it is so ponderous that an ordinary farmhouse, which stands on the same estate, looks like a little children's playhouse in comparison. The big stone house has such thick ceilings and partitions that there is scarcely room in its interior for anything but the thick walls. The stairs are narrow, the entrances small, and the rooms few. That the walls might retain their strength, there are only the fewest numbers of windows in the upper stories, and none at all are found in the lower ones. In the old war times the people were just as glad that they could shut themselves up in a strong and massive house like this, as one is nowadays to be able to creep into furs in a snapping cold winter. But when the time of peace came, they did not care to live in the dark and cold stone halls of the old castle any longer. They have long since deserted the big Glimmingy castle, and moved into dwelling places where the light and air can penetrate. At the time when Nils Holgersen wandered around with the wild geese, there were no human beings in Glimmingy Castle. But for all that, it was not without inhabitants. Every summer there lived a stork couple in a large nest on the roof. In a nest in the attic lived a pair of gray owls. In the secret passages hung bats. In the kitchen oven lived an old cat, and down in the cellar there were hundreds of old black rats. Rats are not held in very high esteem by other animals, but the black rats at Glimmingy Castle were an exception. They were always mentioned with respect, because they had shown great valor in battle with their enemies, and much endurance under the great misfortunes which had befallen their kind. They nominally belonged to a rat-folk who, at one time, had been very numerous and powerful, but who were now dying out. During a long period of time the black rats owned Skane and the whole country. They were found in every cellar, in every attic, in larders and cow-houses and barns, in breweries and flour-mills, in churches and castles, in every man-constructed building. But now they were banished from all this, and were almost exterminated. Only in one and another old and secluded place could one run across a few of them, and nowhere were they to be found in such large numbers as in Glimmingy Castle. When an animal folk die out, it is generally the human kind who are the cause of it, but that was not the case in this instance. The people had certainly struggled with the black rats, but they had not been able to do them any harm worth mentioning. Those who had conquered them were an animal folk of their own kind, who were called grey rats. These grey rats had not lived in the land since time immemorial, like the black rats, 
but descended from a couple of poor immigrants who landed in Malmo from a Libyan sloop about a hundred years ago. They were homeless, starved-out wretches who stuck close to the harbor, swam among the piles under the bridges, and ate refuse that was thrown in the water. They never ventured into the city, which was owned by the black rats. But gradually, as the gray rats increased in number, they grew bolder. At first they moved over to some waste places and condemned old houses, which the black rats had abandoned. They hunted their food in gutters and dirt heaps, and made the most of all the rubbish that the black rats did not deign to take care of. They were hardy, contented, and fearless, and within a few years they had become so powerful that they undertook to drive the black rats out of Malmo. They took from them attics, cellars, and storerooms, starved them out or bit them to death, for they were not at all afraid of fighting. When Malmo was captured, they marched forward in small and large companies to conquer the whole country. It is almost impossible to comprehend why the black rats did not muster themselves into a great united war expedition to exterminate the gray rats, while these were still few in numbers. But the black rats were so certain of their power that they could not believe it possible for them to lose it. They sat still on their estates, and in the meantime the gray rats took from them farm after farm, city after city. They were starved out, forced out, rooted out. In Skane they had not been able to maintain themselves in a single place except Glimmingy Castle. The old castle had such secure walls and such few rat passages led through these that the black rats had managed to protect themselves and to prevent the gray rats from crowding in. Night after night, year after year, the struggle had continued between the aggressors and the defenders, but the black rats had kept faithful watch and had fought with the utmost contempt for death, and thanks to the fine old house they had always conquered. It will have to be acknowledged that as long as the black rats were in power, they were as much shunned by all other living creatures as the gray rats are in our day, and for just cause. They had thrown themselves upon poor fettered prisoners and tortured them. They had ravished the dead. They had stolen the last turnip from the cellars of the poor, bitten off the feet of sleeping geese, robbed eggs and chicks from the hens, and committed a thousand depredations. But since they had come to grief, all this seemed to have been forgotten, and no one could help but marvel at the last of a race that had held out so long against its enemies. The gray rats that lived in the courtyard at Glimmingy and in the vicinity kept up a continuous warfare and tried to watch out for every possible chance to capture the castle. One would fancy that they should have allowed the little company of black rats to occupy Glimmingy Castle in peace, since they themselves had acquired all the rest of the country. But you may be sure this thought never occurred to them. They were wont to say that it was a point of honor with them to conquer the black rats at some time or other, but those who were acquainted with the gray rats must have known that it was because the humankind used Glimmingy Castle as a grain storehouse 
that the gray ones could not rest before they had taken possession of the place. End of chapter 4, part 1. Recording by Gerald Moe, Tucker, Georgia.